0: How's everybody? So it's like this half of the room's cool. This half of the room, we're not sure if we're here. So uh, we'll figure this out in a sec. Okay, how about this? Good afternoon. How's everybody? See, see, now this half of the room's confused because it's still morning. I'm just like, man. <laughs> so, good morning to everybody. My name is Tony. Uh, if, if you don't know me, I'm also Jake from State Farm. No, actually, I, I, I don't work, in, I work at State Farm. So I am coming from uh, the the Good Shepherd. Uh, we as, so we are going to continue the rescue series. So I just need you guys to pray with me because this right here is, is, is going to be by far my weakest hour. So God, I come and Lord, I thank you. I thank you for being the God that just does everything but fail. I thank you for being the God that Stands in the gap. I thank you for being the God. That's my leader. I thank you for being the God. That is my shepherd Father I I come to you Lord because I'm weak Father I come to you because I, I, I need you to make me strong Father I come because I need you to allow me to decrease so that you can increase Father I I, I need you to hide Tony right now. I I, I need to be hidden Father, and I need you to interject all the way. So Father, I, I need you just to take over, take this thing from zero to a hundred, Father, as you always do. Take control, take the wheel. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. <clears throat> so <laughs> the God, the, the God that we serve, the God is my mic's on and out. <laughs> uh he is the God of the little, he's the God of the big, he is the God of the pressure washer. Yes, I was out this morning, I had a pressure washer going. So you can, you can ask me why after, after the service. So as we continue our way through the, through the rescue series, think about what it really means to, to be saved. There's a solid principle and there's a solid foundation behind it, but everyone arrived at their rescue at, in a different way. Maybe it was something, maybe, maybe it was someone, it could have been anything. So when you look over your life, think about how many times Jesus has stepped in to save you. Better yet, think about how many times Jesus has stepped up to save you. Jesus has been a hedge of protection. He has been more than what we need. Jesus, Jesus, in my life personally, He has stepped up and stepped in so many times that I honestly lost count. The reason, the reason being is because I'm a man. I'm a sinner. I fall short. I fall short every single day. I fall short. But God, He is there. He's perfect. He's just that dude. So when we all look over our lives, we, we look we look at our parents. We we look at our role models teachers, brothers, sisters, any, any type of figure of inspiration in our life. And then naturally, we gravitate towards people who make sense. We, we gravitate towards things that click within us, right? So if you are a big video gamer, you will naturally gravitate towards people that play video games. If, if you're big on sports, you gravitate towards people that play sports. If you sit around and stare at the sky all day, Sit around. You'll probably just be by yourself, honestly. <laughs> but, so look at, the, look at the high school cafeteria, for example. The jocks sit with the jocks. Cheerleaders sit with the cheerleaders. The, the band members sit with the band members. Those tables are, I, I don't know why, but in life, we just isolate ourselves into tables of peace. We, we isolate ourselves to places that make sense, places that clear the clear the confusion, places where, where we feel safe. So God, or Jesus, in this example, Jesus is that one person who goes, to, who goes to the table that he's not supposed to be at. Jesus is the outlier who, where the jocks say, hey, you don't belong here because you don't do sports. Jesus is like, nah, I belong here. He, he rolls over to the cheerleader section. They're like, yo, you don't belong here. Jesus is like, no, I belong here. So the, what, what, is, what is so crazy and blatantly obvious that we miss it a lot of times is that Jesus goes to so many tables in order to prepare a table, but we, but we don't even realize that sometimes because Jesus <laughs> wants you to feel safe in the presence of your enemies that's why he goes to these tables to prepare a table so he's doing things before you even realize what he's doing when it comes to god for me personally it is it is 100 percent personal i think about my life i think about my circumstances and i I think that each one of us should should think about our lives i think we should think about our circumstances. every everything everything that we have been through on a daily basis think about what you have been delivered from Think about what you have been saved from. There's so many things that like that, we just overlook, but yet God has just continued to just carry, carry you through. So we give Jesus names based upon personal experiences. Ezekiel might say that he's the wheel in the middle of a wheel. A cancer survivor might say that he's a doctor, he's, he's a physician. Someone, someone else might say he's my best friend. I've heard people come and just say, hey, that's my dad. I've, 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 I've heard people say the Alpha, the Omega, the, the beginning, the end. Your, your relationship with Jesus is 100% personal. It, it all comes down to you. I, I cannot tell you what Jesus means to you. You should be able to tell me what, what, what Jesus means to you. He is El Shaddai, the, the Lord Almighty. He is Yahweh. Elohim, but today we're going to talk about Jehovah Ra. and that is the Lord is my shepherd. So let's jump to John uh, chapter 10, verses 11 through 18, Coming, coming from the NIV. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Anybody else wouldn't just run if a wolf came. Nah. All right, cool. So everybody just stands, faces wolf. So we're all wolf men and wolf, wolf women, right? Cool. That's nah, that's that's good. It's good to know. Okay. So the wolf attacks, but like I said, we're wolf people, so we're we're good. So the wolf attacks and the flock. I'm sorry. The wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I, I know my sheep, and my sheep know me. Just as the father knows me, I know the father. I lay, I lay down my life for the sheep, and I have <clears throat> I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen, <clears throat> they too will listen to my voice, and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. The reason my father loves me is that I laid down my life only to take it up again. No one takes takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. That's a personal decision that Jesus made for you. I I have the authority to lay it down and the authority to take it up again. So right then and there, Jesus is telling you straight up, I did it before and I'll do it again. I will lay down my life for you. This is the command that I received from from my father. So let's break this down a little bit. So let's let's start simply that Jesus mentioned within this short verse, Jesus mentioned five times that he will lay down his life for you. That's like you going to your friend, um, wife going to a husband, vice versa, asking the same question repeatedly to say, hey, Will you be there? Hey, can you cover this? Hey, can you? Jesus every single time literally just said, Hey, I got you. I got you. I got you. Jesus, he five five times within this little within these few scriptures, Jesus said, I got you. So I don't so I don't know how much more you need to. So we still have a whole Bible to even roll through, but but within this little portion right here, Jesus said, I got you. So <laughs> Imagine you being with your friends, right? Who was a cool kid in high school? Elementary school. Everybody, like everybody's hands should go up. Alright, so Ken was cool. Hey, Ken, I appreciate Jody. Jo, <laughs> Jody was a <the> cool one. <laughs> so, <laughs> so in high school, right? We all we all we all went over to that one friend's house, right? Hopefully you did. If not, everybody that just means everybody came to your house. So when we all went over to that one one friend's house, we went have had fun. Next thing you know, we're like, hey, it's about 4.30. I got to go because my, my parents are coming home. So the one friend's house is trashed. Everybody bounces. So the one friend who's the cool kid literally has to sit there and say, hey, <laughs> this is a fight or flight moment for me right now. There's... So there's two things that go through your head. One, you are Barry Allen, and you are the fastest man alive, right? So that means you got five minutes. I can knock all this out with no, no problem. Second thing is, is that I'm doomed. It's over. I'm going to just sit here and just take whatever, whatever is coming, coming my way. But Jesus does not abandon you like your friends would. Jesus, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make this thing simple because I, 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 got, I got a lot of pressure washing to do. So Jesus, Jesus is, is trying to make this thing very, very simple for you. So even so, even though even though your friends bounce, Jesus will never leave you because he said that I will never leave you, nor will I forsake you. So the one thing that Jesus will not save you from is that whooping that's coming. That's a whole nother story. Jesus, Jesus will probably sit there and say, Hey, you know what? Like you probably deserve that. So if you jump to jump to verse 18 real quick, it says, I'll well, I'll read this again. No, no one takes it from me, but I lay down my life on my own accord. I have the authority to lay it down and and the authority to take it up again. This is the command that I received from my father. How many of you would willingly do that for your family members? How many of you will willingly do that for your friends? See how the hands start to decrease? (laughs) How many of you would do that for the perfect stranger? like two three people three people four people (laughs) so (laughs) god god god's mercy is literally shown to us very very simply god gave his son jesus who was a sinless man who took on the the immorality the immoralities of this world so imagine you rolling through life you you have a perfect record in life you you you're batting a thousand Every grade that you got was just a straight hundred. Maybe, maybe you got a little bit of extra credit because you know you healed the blind and the whole nine, right? So, ima- so imagine that just that just one day, right? You're just tossed everybody's burdens. You're tossed everyone's anger issues. you were tossed everyone's addictions. You're tossed. Ang- ang- you were tossed the evil natures and sinful natures of, of everyone. Would you be able to carry that? Because in my mind, that is that is heavy. I struggle to carry. I struggle to carry carry my own life. I struggle to carry my own life. So I know good and well that I would not be able to carry this room's burdens. Yet, yet alone the burdens of this world. I I, I can't do it. <laughs> There's no way. So imagine that you and uh, your friend, right? Or at work, and like, does anybody have a co- like a coworker that like that that they joined the same or started the same day or roughly same same period? So, for me, I I do have that. I, I call this guy my my cubby buddy because that's literally what this dude is. <laughs> because we started like we started the same day, first the, like that was the fir- it was the first first name that I knew because I could not remember my boss's name. Um, so. This guy, I, I mean, like we, like we, we got breakfast tacos in the morning. You know, we'll go to lunch at 12:33 every day. Every now and then, if it was 12:34, that'll be a late lunch. Um, but, but this was, this was, this, this was my guy. So, you think that the person that 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 is your cubby buddy, the person that you have been attached to from the hip since day one would would be that same person that would be there for you regardless of your job job circumstances job situations you you would think right but the dangerous time is five o'clock there's something dangerous about five o'clock <laughs> a lot of people's computers shut down about four o'clock a- anybody four o'clock people that you know gonna well that you're out at five <laughs> so Four or so, four or so, imagine this, four, four fifty seven, right? Fires are blazing. They're like, hey, I need you. I need you here. This is broken. As smoke's up, house is on fire, whole nine, right? Every, every, everything is burning down. Everything's burning down. So you're like, you know what? This is cool. I got this situation handled because my cubby buddy has got me. Then you go, you, you make that call. Rings okay maybe my cutting. maybe he just went to lunch or something or stepped out or bathroom break something right you go over there gone all that you see is smoke from him running or him or her running out, out the building so fast that's all you see <laughs> problem is like i said it is 4:57. like i said the two problems one and one is, is that it's five o'clock Two is that like I said, four, four o'clock, that's when that's when everybody goes into shutdown mode, or your your preparation to leave. That 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 last hour is that preparation to leave. You're you're there, but you're close this up, staple this, do this. You start winding down. <clears throat> so when the world attacks Jesus, does not bail on you. Jesus, Jesus will, Jesus will not bail on you because he because he is. The good—he—he—he's the good shepherd. He's the good father. He is the one that will be there regardless. So, life—life—life life, life gets crazy because people hit the eject button on you so fast. Sometimes you'll be going through certain things that people say, "You know what? I can't—I can't hang with that. I—I I can't associate with that." People will eject because people judge you. Does it hurt? Absolutely. It kills. It, it it burns it burns deep deep down inside because the person who you thought that you could confide in, the person that you had faith in, rolled. So the the whole me factor, right, when people start to care more more and more about me, that gets very, very dangerous. It it it, it almost gets to a point where it becomes self worship because you are so 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 focused on you imagine imagine jesus coming and saying hey you guys right here i'm gonna die for y'all the rest of y'all do what you do good luck better yet imagine imagine jesus jesus coming and saying you know what this whole thing that i'm doing it's voluntary anyway I'm doing this on my own accord. I'm, I'm doing this because it, because it, it's a personal choice. I'm not going to die for you. Ima- imagine that imagine Jesus did not die for you. Imagine, because that world, I do not want to be a part of that world at all. So uh, next, next verse, verse, verse 14 reads, I, I, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. Just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, I lay, I lay down my life for the sheep. Earlier, earlier in John, John 10, Jesus says that he calls his sheep by name. They, they follow him because they know him. They, they know his voice. Imagine if everybody in here was named Lamb Chop. Anybody know Lamb Chop? That is probably the worst name to give a sheep. Lamb Chop. <laughs> because... Lamb chop's terrible because lamb chop, in my mind, lamb chop's going right on that grill. That's where lamb chop is going. So for that Texas barbecue that's happening next week on Saturday, make sure that lamb chop's there. All right. So, but Jesus is, Jesus can distinguish you among who, among who you are. If everybody's in here's name is lamb chop, you are a different version of lamb chop. You are a different model because you are unique. You might be Lamb Chop A, you might be Lamb Chop Z, you might be Lamb Chop A, B, C, D. All right? You are called to be different. You were created, so we can all be Lamb Chop, right? Because we were created in his image. But at the same time, we are different. So when you were younger, your, your parents are guardians, when they say, yo, John, come home. Brian, come home. You knew that voice. You knew good and well where you were supposed to be. Street, street, street lights go off, for example. You, you knew where you are supposed to be. We all, well, we all have to get to a point in our lives where we know God's voice. We should, we should come to a point in our lives where that voice is not a moment of who's calling, but hey, I hear you, and I and I've got work to do. Sorry, excuse me one second. So going home is probably the the greatest thing in the world. I was I was I was at home last week, and being being at home it brings it brings joy, it brings peace because it's a place of security for me. It's a place of, um, it's, a place, it's a place that I know. And so I know all the one-way streets. I know all the U-turns. I know, I know the areas of town that I'm not supposed to be that I can willingly go to, because I know, I know how, t- how to handle those particular neighborhoods. So at home, you should be comfortable. At, at, at home, you should be able to party. At home, you should be able to just, to, to just live and just be you. But sometimes, sometimes going home brings too much, too much of a good thing, because you go home, you celebrate, you live it up, and it's, it, it's just good, right? So Jesus Jesus is that good. Sometimes we, we just sit there and then we soak up all this good, but we don't know how to release the good. Now they, the, there's a simple expression that keeps going on through life, where it says "knowledge is power. But knowledge, but knowledge is power only if you use it. One. Two, knowledge is power only if you spread the knowledge. So if you have, a, if you have knowledge of God, are you willing to spread it? Or are you willing to withhold it? We are, we, we are quick to tell, tell people everything about our favorite recipes, favorite drinks, favorite stores, favorite shoes, favorite clothes. But are you ready to tell people about the God, your, your God? Your one and only God, your favorite God. So I'm going to jump back to seven, seventeen, and eighteen real quick. The reason the reason that the reason my father loves me is that I laid down my life only to take it up again. No one takes it from me but I lay I lay it down on my own accord. I have the authority I have the authority to lay it down. And take it up again this is the command that i received from my father david we can all admit david was a good shepherd he was good but jesus is the shepherd jesus is loving jesus is compassionate jesus jesus will wake up in the middle of a rocky storm when everybody else is freaking out and and then just say hey peace be still jesus Rises for you regardless regardless of the occasion He's that he's that phone call that you make that you know will be picked up regardless of the time He's that text message that you send that is never left on unread That's that's who Jesus is Sometimes sometimes we think that we're just buried in this life. Sometimes we just think that we're just a Sheep or just a just a flock a flock of sheep where you just see just a sea of white but Jesus knows you. Jesus knows exactly where you are. Jesus knows where you are individually. He can, he can go, go to the corner of the room and say, hey, Sam's over here. Hey, he, he knows where you are. Psalm 139 reads, 139.14 reads, I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works. And that my soul knoweth right well. Jeremiah one five reads, "Before I was formed, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest, camest forth out of the out of the womb, I sanctified thee. I I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Regardless of what the world's label is, God knew you before you knew you. God knew you before your parents even thought about you." God knew you before the world could just say, "Hey, this, this person is only good for this. God knew that you were capable of more, but you but you have to realize that you are capable of more than what you more, you're capable of more than what the world limits you to. The world will the world will box you in. Trust me, the world will keep you right here. but you have to be an outlier. You, you have to be one that's just willing to go the distance, regardless of what the world says. If, if the world tells you to stop right here, are you going to stop? Or are you going to keep going? There's, there, there's, there's so much more out there for you. But you just, you just have to go. You, you have to remember who you are, and you have to remember whose you are. You have to remember you have a God in like You have to remember that you do have a good shepherd. But... That's a, personal, that's a personal choice. You have to choose that life. My question, my, and, and my big question to you, if, is that if you don't get anything out of this message today, who is God to you? Is he your good shepherd? Is he the savior of the world? That's personal. And I can't answer that for you. I don't want to answer that for you. I, would, I, I want you to tell me who God is to you. I want you to tell me what he has done for you. Because there has been that, that same power that he has invested you with is that power that allowed him to be risen. There is so much power in you, but you just have to tap into it. You, you have to listen to it. The problem is, we, don't, we just don't want to listen. It's, it's that me factor. We worry about me and mine. So, when you stray, trust me, Jesus. Jesus will. Jesus will find a way to to tug on you very, very hard. Like, do you know how do you know how long I have been running from being up here? I have. I have ran. I have hid. I. I, I, I literally did everything in my power to not do this. <laughs> literally, but everywhere I go. Corner, wall, corner, wall. So, there, there's only so there's only so much running that you can do before you, you get to the point where, where you just say, hey, God, you are the good shepherd. Psalms 23, honestly, sum, sums it all up, where it says that the Lord is my shepherd. As personal. He is. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. God does so much for you, so much. But you have to be willing to listen. Listen to God. He, he is, he's my shepherd, but what is he for you? Like I said, I got to go pressure wash, so I'm going to go get you guys up out of here. Thank you guys very much. God bless
1: you all. Thanks, man. Thank you. So one of the things we are desiring to be at the Vineyard is a community of people who step into the story of God. And some of that looks like resisting the urge to run. Some of that looks like a willingness to say yes to hard things. But most importantly is that if the scriptures reveal the truth of God in John 10, remember, I am the good shepherd. Remember, Jesus has laid down his life for you. Remember that the God of the Old Testament is the God of the New Testament revealed in Jesus. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I lack nothing. He leads me. He guides me. He directs me into green pastures of flourishing life. He knows my name. His sheep know his voice, and so where we want to finish today is just a chance to respond together as a community. Some ministry time, and um, what I want to do is, if if you're willing, you can stay seated. If you're just in a posture that's comfortable to receive, but if you're willing to stand, why don't we go ahead and stand together? You know, we've sort of crafted this series of conversations around the resurrection story of Jesus that the women went to the tomb as it's recounted in the Gospel of Luke, which is a book in the New Testament. And they were surprised that the tomb was empty. They were actually surprised by that, and they're met by angels, which would be a further surprise moment. It says, remember how he told you so they invite them to begin to remember. Remember how he told you that he must suffer and die, that he would lay down his life, and on the third day it would be raised again. Remember the words of Jesus. And it says, Then they remembered his words. Remember, I am the resurrection and the life shared when he raises his friend Lazarus from the dead. Remember, I am the gate. Remember, I am the good shepherd. So what I want us to do is just take a moment first just to, to just consider, is there something God has spoken to you at any point in your life that you need to remember? And that maybe even God by the Spirit would just draw a memory or something from your story, and you would just begin to encounter a moment with the Good Shepherd who knows you. The Good Shepherd who has laid his life down for you. And you might be going, Kurt, I've never been to church before. I've not had a story of faith. What we believe is the love of God pursues us before we actually respond, that we're always responding to God's initiation. And so even for some of you, maybe a memory would come to mind, and God would just say, I was with you then. I was pursuing you then. I am the good shepherd. And so, God, we just want to make ourselves available to you right now To not just hear the word, but to be people who would actually respond to the word revealed in scriptures. To you, Jesus, the word made flesh. And so we say, come, Lord Jesus.
0: God God I just come Lord I I thank you Father I thank you I thank you for being the good the good shepherd in in my life. I thank you for being the good shepherd in the lives of everyone here. I thank you Father that you have never left us. Father, I I I thank you for your word. I thank you for being there Father for the, every every single time that I have run away. Uh, father, I thank you for standing in the gap. I thank you for not for, for, for not confusing me with the with the person next to me. I thank you God for recognizing me for being me. Father, I, I, I pray life over every single person in this church. I pray restoration. in every single life over every family over over every job situation over every financial situation i pray life father because you are the good shepherd you are the one that brings life you are the alpha you are the omega you are all god so i give it to you father i i just pray lord and 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 ask lord that we can come to you willingly without question without hesitation father because you already know what's going on in our lives father you know It's just, we just got to come to you, Father. So, Father, I ask that you humble us. Father, allow us to come to you more. Hear our hearts, Father. Father, we cry out so much, Father, but but, but Father, right now, I'm asking you to just hear us. Mm -hmm. Allow us to do your word, Father. Allow us to do your will. Allow us not to be ashamed of who you are. Allow us to stand for you. Father, regardless of where we are, let us stand. Father, let us stand firm. Mm
1: -hmm. Yes, Lord.
0: Father, cover us this week. Give us us what we need, Father, this week. And let that fire just carry from day to day, week to week, month to month, decade to decade, neighbor to neighbor, city to city. Father, Mm -hmm. you do this. Yes, Lord. Be our shepherd, Father. We thank you for it all, mm-hmm. and have your way in Jesus' name.
1: Yes, God. Yes, Lord. Yeah, as we go, we're going to invite you to respond. There's just two specific things that I think. If Jesus is the good shepherd and the sheep know his voice, that requires following. If you've been having a hard time following God, you've had a hard time following Jesus, I think there's an invitation to say, today is the day I give this part of my life to you. Um, you maybe like the only thought that I know is it's like you feel like you don't hear God, you feel like God's not around, you know whatever it is, but I think we have to ask the question, have I been living my life interested in God being around? Have I actually been interested in God leading me, or have I been leading my life and I look up and I go, God, you're not here? I just think there's an invitation, that that thing that Tony was praying about humility, Like, humble us, God. We need you. Over the last few weeks, there's just been this thing as we've been praying, as we've been thinking that we need to to increase our need for God. Like, if you just go, I need more of God in my life, or I need to follow God in a way that I've not been following him, I just want to invite you to come get prayer today before you go. The other thing is this. We are hearing stories of people— experiencing physical healing, and I was reminded of a story this week where God met someone in a very powerful way, and just through prayer and praying as a community, the kingdom of God breaks in. So if you have a need like that, you need prayer for physical healing, you need a job, there's like an actual tangible need that we could begin to just pray with you with, and keep praying, and watch the kindness of a good shepherd, lead, and guide, we would love to pray with you about that as well. So if you're one of our small group leaders, prayer ministry team, staff, if you would come, be available. Uh, this is your official close. We are so glad. Y'all want to say thanks to Tony again as he's growing this, stepping out. We're so delighted. May you experience the blessing of God this week. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you and may you feel his peace. We bless you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen.